As Christians, we are certain that our Heavenly Father is waiting in heaven for us to join Him when it is our time to go to our final home. But some people still don't believe in God and the afterlife. Today, Dr. Long, who has studied over 4,000 near-death experiences, will share his research proving God's existence and an afterlife in heaven and how this knowledge can be used to teach our children that heaven is real. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Dr. Jeffrey Long is a radiation oncology physician living in Georgetown, Kentucky. Over 20 years ago, he founded the Near Death Experience Research Foundation and has investigated over 4,000 near-death experiences, which is by far the greatest number of near-death experiences ever scientifically studied. The results of his previous research were published in his New York Times best-selling book, Evidence of the Afterlife, the Science of Near-Death Experiences. Millions of people have seen Dr. Long discuss his research on shows, including NBC Today's show, The Dr. Oz Show, National Geographic Television, History Channel, The O'Reilly Factor, and on television broadcasts around the world. Welcome to the show, Dr. Long. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you. We need every bit of evidence that we can find to teach this next generation that there is life after death, and there's wonderful life after death for those who believe in Jesus Christ. And I just want to share a little something with you that I had a little glimpse of that in a situation that happened to me. I was having a nightmare where I felt the devil pulling me down. I could feel him pulling me down in my dream. I could not wake up from it. It was, it was horrific. And all I remember was saying, I'm going to fight you. I'll fight you. You can't have me. And then I'd wake up and it was in a cold sweat. Well, the second time it happened, after that, I said, next time that happens, I'm just calling on the Lord. I am not going to even converse with the devil. So the third time it actually happened, all I said was, Jesus, save me. I immediately heard what sounded like a choir of angels that I have never heard before on earth, nothing that I can even remotely compare it to here on earth. It was absolutely a choir of angels from heaven. I heard it for just a second or two, and I woke up immediately. And it never happened again. And I believe the Lord was trying to help me learn that I can't fight the devil only through him. He could fight the devil. I, I do believe in near-death experiences. So please tell us about your book, God and the Afterlife, your newest book. God and the Afterlife is based on reviewing thousands of near-death experiences. The theme of the book and what I thought was most uh, interesting to me prior to writing it is over and over near-death experiences there were encounters or awareness of God during the near-death experience. Over and over, uh, God is described as overwhelmingly loving, loving beyond anything they ever knew on earth. They felt tremendous amount of peace were in the presence of God. Over, it is very inspiring to me as a Christian to hear about God and near-death experiences. It certainly helped me to, even personally, to understand just how awesome God is, how, how beyond anything on earth, uh, God loves us for who we are, all we are, and everything we are, hear that over and over in near-death experiences. Can you talk about some of the groundbreaking evidence proving the existence of God and the afterlife? Absolutely. 
there's a basic scientific tenet that what is real is consistently observed. As a physician and a scientist, that's guided my treatment of cancer for decades, but it's also guided my research into near-death experiences. We have, at this point, way over 300 near-death experiences that describe an awareness or an encounter, actually often a detailed encounter, with God. And over and over, we consistently see that, that God's love, compassion, accepting of the person having the near-death experience. Really, when people share their near-death experiences, as you might imagine, that encounter with God over and over is the most dramatic part of often even detailed near-death experiences. People come back inspired about their reality of God that they encountered in a near-death experience. They know that God is not to be afraid of. God is loving, cares about each and every one of his children here on earth at a level that near-death experiences, they generally didn't even know until they had their experience. Yes, and were any of them very similar in what they say? People who don't know the other person or don't know any of these people, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's interesting. People that encounter God may have had no belief in God, no religious background. We've even had some atheists share about encountering God. It goes without saying that those that were atheists prior to a near-death experience where they encountered God were essentially always not atheists after their encounter. <laughs> so again, experiencing is believing. I mean, just like you know from sharing your dramatic experience there. But over and over, in, the, in these near-death experiences, uh, there's many lines of evidence that bespeak the reality, uh, the consistency of encountering God. For example, they may encounter deceased loved ones, which is fairly common during near-death experiences. Even though they're in this unearthly, what's appropriately called heavenly realm, beautiful realm, not earthly, which is typically where they encounter God, uh, they feel this overwhelming, beyond-earthly sense of peace, of love, and, and often, interestingly, when people have a near-death experience and they're encountering God, they feel a very profound sense that, hey, this is my real home. In spite of the earthly life they live for years or decades of their life, they have a very intense sense that when they're in the presence of God and communicating with God, this is their real home. And you hear about children who will come back and say to their parents, hey, I met my sister. And the parents have never told the child that they even had a child before that. That's an excellent point. You can understand how heartbreaking it is for parents when they lose a young child. And so when there's another child that's either very young at that time or born later, you can certainly understand the reluctance of these heartbroken parents to not tell that young child about the death of a sibling until they're older to understand death, 12, 14 you know, years old plus. So that's very, very common among parents, a certainly understanding. We actually have a series of near-death experiences, probably at least uh, eight or 10, where during the near-death experience, these are children, they're aware of their sibling. Now, if they encounter a brother or a sister that they never knew they had and never been told in their near-death experience, 100% of the time when they bring that information back to their startled parents when they recover from their near-death experience, invariably it's correct. It was a boy that died, it was a girl that died, and that's exactly what they encountered in their near-death experience. And during this remarkable encounter with the deceased sibling that they never knew they had, it's essentially always loving, sharing. There can be a lot of dialogue. They can even describe to their startled parents hair color, eye color, what they look like, and, and invariably that's accurate down to the finest details. So certainly the parents understand, yes, you really did encounter that 
that deceased sibling, and, and that deceased sibling is in heaven. You imagine after the parents get over their shock, how profoundly reassuring that is to know that that child, where they, they wondered where they, if they're okay, is not only are they okay, but they're in a vastly better realm than any of us on earth. I just love that. I have Holy Spirit goosebumps all over. It just has to be so, like you said, so reassuring for the parent. And such proof through the mouth of babes, God uses yeah. the little ones, right? It's so amazing. And, oh, I, I think that's amazing. I mean, here you have this very young child teaching their parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles. I mean, obviously, a story like that could and should be, get around the extended family. Yeah, helping people to understand through their experience of the child. I mean, so innocent. A child doesn't make anything like that up ever. I mean, how would you as a kid that never had a, si a sibling come back and share it? And yet when the, when the child comes back and shares that, they're not saying maybe, possibly, or questioning if it happened. They just very matter-of-factly, through the mouths of babes, tell their fa parents and extended family, this is exactly what happened. Yes, I, and they're not guessing if it was your deceased sibling. They know and can describe them in great detail. I mean, that's, I think that's a profound message of hope and reassurance, not only for those families that, that had a sibling that encountered a deceased sibling, but for all of us that have ever lost a, a child and, and that profound message of reassurance, yes, they're okay, and we'll all be together again someday. What do you tell the skeptics? You know, you hear people say, oh, it's just this thing going on in our brain, you know, when we're lack of oxygen or whatever. How do you answer that? That's easy. In, in my book, I have 12 lines of evidence for the reality of near-death experience that are absolutely bulletproof, proving that near-death experiences are real. Just very quickly, people blind, including being those blind from birth, can have highly visual near-death experiences, and that's absolutely medically inexplicable. People that, that, that have these so-called out-of-body experiences, consciousness apart from the body during a near-death experience, what they see and hear, even if it's far from the geographic bo body, their physical body down below, is essentially 100% of the time absolutely accurate down to the finest details. They couldn't have known that unless they were surviving with their consciousness apart from the body. And then, hey, let's not forget, near-death experiences are often associated with heart attacks. Your heart stops beating. Immediately when you have your heart stop beating, blood stops flowing to the brain. 10 to 20 seconds later, the EEG or electroencephalogram, that's a measure of brain electrical activity, is absolutely flat. There is no measurable cortical brain electrical activity at all. And yet by the hundreds, these are the time when people report near-death experiences shortly after their cardiac arrest or heart attack. And again, every just typical near-death experiences, highly conscious, lucid, organized experiences, there's absolutely no explanation at all for brain function explaining that. And of course, let's not forget many near-death experiences occur when their heart stops while they're under general anesthesia. And under that blanket of sleep, you shouldn't have any conscious memory. And certainly when your heart stops, you have no possibility of conscious memory. That's actually doubly impossible in, for near-death experiences under those circumstances to be due to the physical brain. So and those are just a few of the lines of evidence. So we've got bulletproof evidence that near-death experiences and their consistent message of an afterlife are, in a word, real. Just amazing. God and the afterlife. I mean, this book was great. I hope people will go out and get it. How can we help our children understand that God and heaven are real without scaring them? Can we use near-death experiences in a way that's not going to frighten a child? 
Yeah, I think so. And that is where parenting really comes in to be important. Uh, when you tip share it with a child about near-death experiences, make sure they're not fixated on that life-threatening event that led to the near-death experience. You know, tell them that we all do that. People can have that. You know, life-threatening events happen. But the most important message, and ask the near-death experiencers themselves, the most important thing is not that they nearly died, but that they became aware of an afterlife, a wonderful afterlife that is glorious and, and open to all of us. So I think that's what children can be taught. For those that are able to read, if you go to my website, nderf.org, we have over 4,000 near-death experiences posted. If you go to the link at the top for experiences, you'll find a drop down to exceptional experiences. And I can all but guarantee you that all you have to do is just read 10 of those in a row and you'll vividly see dramatically firsthand accounts exactly in the words of people that experienced that near-death experience, how wonderful it is, how wonderful the afterlife is. And I think the powerfully positive and reassuring message is there for everybody to see. God is so amazing. I mean, <laughs> he gives us so much evidence that he is real. And that's why it says in God's word, it's a fool who doesn't believe. So besides your book, where can parents find resources in this area besides your resources that explain sure. that death is not the end and, and they don't need to be fearful? Right. You know, of course, a core source of information of that is, of course, the Bible. You can also look at other books. There's a Dr. Evan Alexander, who is a neurosurgeon at Harvard, who wrote Heaven is for Real. That's another good resource. You know, if you find somebody that's had a near-death experience, feel free to ask them Usually people that have had a near-death experience and are out a number of years from it are delighted to share that with people that are interested. And there's no substitute for actually hearing someone share about this remarkable journey to heaven and back, answer questions, and that can be about as convincing as anything that you're going to find. Well, thank you, Dr. Long. Thank you again for writing your book. We'll have the links to your website where they can read these near-death experiences and this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for being on the show. It's been a real pleasure. Great show. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.